Hello, everybody, and welcome to the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank. Joining me is Tyler this week. And uh, this week's episode is brought to you by um, Exploding Bowels. Uh, oh! Recording this a little bit later in the day than we usually do, but, yeah, I mean, y'all won't notice. I, it's kind of random whenever I put these together and upload them anyway, so I don't know why that information is relevant, but hey, here we are. We're doing this show. Uh, Tyler, how you doing? Well, I'm I'm doing all right. I need to ask, what's the discount code then? The discount code for our is... sponsor. Uh, oh, mm. hmm. You know, I had a document <laughs> here with the discount code. Uh. Oh, mm. Tyler, this is a local reference for us, but uh. The, the, the discount code is Muddy Run. Okay. All um, right. All right. <laughs> which is is a park, but also a way you could describe uh, explosive diarrhea. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I so. works with me. Yeah. I, I'll check that out. Yeah. That, that discount code. Got some exploding dumpies for y'all. Uh, but yeah, we're here. We're doing it. Played some video. I played some video games. I don't know about you. I don't. I'm not even sure if you play video games anymore. Oh no, I've played. I've played some fucking shit. Oh, oh, oh have you? Okay, I have. I have. Yeah. Well, let me just kick this off by saying that I am continuing my playthrough of Yakuza Five. I've completed part three of four. Now I'm on part four, where you play as a baseball player who writes adult entertainment articles. So it's great. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Your first, the first mission is to secure an interview with one Milky Chan. <laughs> she is a uh, some forty-year-old sex worker. It, yeah, it's 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 weird because your character is like in his early twenties, and, and I don't know. I don't know, he's kind of simping over this uh, older lady writing <laughs> smut, basically, and it's great. Uh, yeah. Pretty cool yeah. stuff. That, uh, that does sound pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but before I get to the other game I've been playing, Tyler, how about you, how about you hit me? I am, mm, I don't know, maybe 12, 13 hours into Final Fantasy 16 now okay um all so right i am on the quest writing wrongs mm. kind of about to i feel like i'm about to wrap that quest up and probably start whatever's next next big story beat so yeah i've i've put a decent chunk into it on the, i don't know how accurate this is but on the ps5 home screen when i'm hovering over final fantasy 16 it says 41 percent on it Complete. So that so. might just be forty-one percent on your current uh, thing. Yeah, I don't know if that's forty-one percent through the entire story because that does not sound like does not sound like to me that you were forty-one percent through the entire game. <laughs> well, I, there's two. Like, if it'll pop up and say like resume your activity, and it has the quest that I'm on with a percentage next to that, and then there's another one next to the hours played. So I don't know. Either way, really? um, yeah, yeah. Put a Put a decent chunk into it, um, and yeah, I I'm loving this game. I think it's it's very good. It's flawed, 
in some areas, but it is just an absolutely awesome time. And I'm really, really enjoying the story, really just enjoying the main sequences. I mean, some of these boss battles are legitimately jaw-dropping. Um, just how well done they are. And then they might not be difficult or anything like that, but they are uh, just animated so well, and the music is just fucking thumping, and it's it's good. Um, I, I, uh, I'm really enjoying it, um, just overall. A few things I'm not enjoying, though. Man, these side quests just aren't good. I know there's been a lot of conversation about that, but I just did a crop of them, and I'm like, it's just jarring. It's it's honestly really jarring to be like, uh, I just had this incredible fight where I turned into this gigantic fucking creature, whatever you want to call it, and now I'm going to go get uh, bread for someone. Like, it's just weird. To me, with some of these yeah. side quests, I could, I honestly, I could have totally done without it, and this just been a more, I don't know, more straightforward single player adventure. Like it doesn't, these things just don't matter. You can tell the MMO aspect of it that is there with with some of the side quests, and that they felt like they kind of had to put them in, really, and they're just they're weird, and I don't. I don't really like them, but I'm doing them. You know, I get a little extra experience. Maybe there's some combat. Maybe I get a item that I could use for crafting later on or something. I don't know. But Which, speaking of items, like I feel like I'm collecting a lot of fucking items in just random crafting things and have no use for them. Exactly. You will. There are, at the end of the game, I had so many excess crafting items that I did not fucking use. Okay. I was I was wondering about that. I'm like, is something gonna come around later in this game? But yeah, okay. Sounds like it's not. So no. Yeah. No, it's but, it's absolutely like a miscalculation on their part. Like, what the fuck were they thinking? Yeah. Just right. giving us all the like. At the end of the game, I had like fucking a thousand weird right or whatever you want to call it. It's fucking no. Like, there was no point in the game where I would use that. Like, why the fuck? Are you bothering to put that there? Like it's pointless. Yeah, right. Yeah, so I, I can I can totally totally get that. I think it's a that's a missed opportunity in this game. I think it's just have something a little deeper there. Um, but yeah, otherwise I'm I'm just I'm really enjoying the combat. Is just so much fun, especially uh, when you get. Um, Right now I only have two, but when you get a second icon, and now you can swap back and forth between abilities, I like how they made it really easy to do, um, and that stuff is just so fucking cool, and then you're just doing more combat, and then you're getting more experience points, you're unlocking new abilities, like that loop is really, really fun, it's flashy, it's it's awesome, I, I, I very much... Liking this game, I'm I'm in it, man. I'm I'm in it till the end now. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm. I'm I'm happy for you. I'm just a little disappointed you aren't just like a quest or two further because then we'd have something fucking huge to talk about. Gotcha. Okay. Ah. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm right, trucking along. You're like right there. You're just right there. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm trucking along. I mean, one of the things that just happened, though, where... Spoilers. I'm just going to say spoilers, so skip ahead a little bit for Final Fantasy sixteen. but I thought the boss fight where you're fighting the shadow of yourself, basically... Yeah. That was that was fucking cool. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really loved that. It was very Kingdom Hearts. Very Kingdom Hearts cuz that happens a lot. You don't have to keep saying it. Oh my god. You don't have to keep it. saying it. Stop. It just keeps happening the Kingdom Hearts in this game. It's I'm like, damn. There's a lot. Oh, I like it though. <laughs> But yeah, that 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 boss fight was just it was it was epic. Um, and and learning, you know, I finally got like the limit break now, and that's opened up a whole another dimension of combat, which is really fun. And yeah, shit's fucking awesome. So yeah, I I imagine I will be much further along by the next time we talk. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Awesome, yeah. Uh, let's see, what else do I have? The other game I've been I've been continuing to put time into Remnant Two. Uh, mm. I think Remnant Two is fucking fantastic. I just got through a a, a a level world, whatever you want to call it, that looked like Bloodborne. Oh, it was fucking interesting, really fucking cool. And now I'm on to something completely different. <laughs> yeah, it seems like there are just so many very different contrasting worlds that it puts you through it's it's really cool um yeah I, I i fought this fought this thing called the night weaver and uh she was a pain in the ass a little bit of a pain in the ass so uh i kind of wish i was playing co-op a little bit um but yeah regardless it's i'm having a good time with it i got some How? Cool new weapons that do some different things I was just rocking this light machine gun, but now I've got this other weapon that does some other weird shit. I like using the weird shit in this game. There's some really weird shit, and it's really cool to use. Uh, but yeah, having a re- nice. yeah, I, I think I think Remnant Two is is a very solid game. It's I don't think it's game of the year material, but it's like it is really grabbing me, and it's it's a lot of fun and. Uh, I wonder how it would feel co-op. Yeah, no, the, the I've been actually watching a good bit of Remnant too. I just I think it's cool, and I definitely want to pick it up sometime. We'll see, but uh, it, it it does seem cool. How isn't this game very? I won't say very, but procedurally generated with its stuff. Um, I'm not. Do you sure feel that exact- at all? I I don't know. Like it doesn't feel that way. Okay. Uh, it doesn't feel proc gen in that way. Um, maybe some of the bosses are. I don't know. Maybe maybe some of the bosses in the side dungeons might be procedurally generated in that. Like they might have different um, different kind of attributes to them. Like some of them do some shock damage. Some of them are displacer enemies, which means they can move you around the map a little bit. Like there's different different abilities that some of these side bosses have that they might be procedurally generated, but I haven't gone back to replay content to find out. 
Gotcha. Okay. Cool. Yeah, uh, I think so. Right now, I've visited. Oh, how many worlds are in? I'm gonna look this up real quick. How many realm? Uh, wow, I can't type realms in remnant two. Let's see how many worlds. Oh, huh. I think I've. I'm on the last one, maybe. There are a total of five worlds. Yeah, okay, so yeah, I am on the last world. So maybe I have hmm. to just uh, go back through them. Um, yeah. Huh. That's interesting. So I might be further along in this game than I thought. Cool. Are you, uh... You, you mentioned one of the bosses, but are you uh, getting your ass kicked a lot? Or... Um, so there was one boss that was giving me trouble because I had just switched to a new weapon that wasn't upgraded all the way. Uh, so I had a little bit of trouble with that, but, yeah, I don't know. I'm just trying to use different interesting things and, uh, seeing where, seeing where the build takes me. Right. Cool. Yeah, uh, so I should have both of those done by the next time we record Remnant 2 and Yakuza 5. What else have you been playing? Um, tad bit of Pokemon Scarlet. Nothing okay. to say there, though. Um, Did you get your free Mew? No, I do. I do need to do that. Maybe I'll do that after this. I do need mm. to go do that. Um, the wife and I played another. It's been a bit, but we're trying to get back to it just to totally finish it. But uh, we played another chapter of As Dusk Falls. Which is just a lot of fun co-op. Um, so we're, we finished chapter two of six, and it's just it is so cool to finish a chapter and just see where things could have went different. And it, it just kind of grays boxes out of like this could have this. You made this choice. Seventy-five percent of people chose this, but then there's three other ones, and it's just like gray boxes from there. And it's like, oh wow, that is just wild. Um, how cool it is very um detroit become human like like detroit was really good at that at the end of a chapter like giving you that whole spider web of, of things um this game's very similar with that plus doing a co-op it tells you what kind of kind of profiles each player in a way of like you're quick to make decisions but the other person is you know not and, and oh it's really cool um some really corny line delivery and some of the animations can be a little distracting sometimes, but overall it is. It's honestly very, very fun and pretty good story so far. Um, and then the only other thing is I put a, I got back to it, put a nice chunk of time into Diablo 4 this morning. Um, so I am a good chunk, I'm still kind of far back, but good chunk in Act 2 on that one. Um, up to level 35, I think, now. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's Diablo 4. There's not much to say about that of what we haven't said already, but, yeah, it's good to get back to it, and I'm hoping to put a lot more time into that guy as well. So, awesome. been thinking about, like, I feel like I'm kind of in this weird spot with games where I'm just, I've put a chunk of time into too many games. I've just started too many things. Um, and, and right now I'm just like, it's Final Fantasy, 
it's Diablo 4 and Pokemon, and that's it. I'm not touching anything else. Um, and as I finish those, then I'll pull in Like a Dragon again. I know I gotta get back to that. I gotta get back to Star Wars. I, but there's a lot of shit around the corner, but I'm, I'm trucking along, doing my best. Tyler, we, we only have a couple weeks until Starfield and Baldur's Gate 3. I know. You oh, need man. to get on your fucking horse and go. <laughs> I know. Can I... I just gotta say, though, it's... I can't wait, and we're gonna have a good fucking time, but it's kind of driving me nuts not playing Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. But part of me is like, don't... You know, I can't get it started. It's a huge game, but seeing seeing all the stuff about it, man, that game looks so good. But also, it's driving me fucking nuts how many people are coming around being like, oh, Larian seems to be a pretty good studio. It's like, fucking dude. Yeah. And I'm not even, I wouldn't even call myself a snob about it. I've really, obviously, played through Divinity Original Sin 2 in like 25 hours or however much we played in the first game. But these games are masterpieces, especially Divinity 2. And to see some of these people, or a lot of people in like mainstream media, games media come around with Baldur's Gate, I'm glad they are. Larian deserves every every sale and praise that they're getting. Um, they're a fantastic studio, but I'm just like, man, you know, Where it, the it fuck seems were like you people. Where the fuck exactly you? <laughs> like Baldur's Gate three seems to kind of take Divinity, and I, I just I can't wait to play it. Divinity Original Sin two and take some of those things and take it to the next level, especially like cinematics and animations, all that all that stuff. But it's like. A lot of that stuff was there, man. Like the dialogue choices, uh, playing co-op, and like you get to kind of split up your party in a way, and all that. So I was—I don't know what I was listening to, but I don't remember. But they were just like mind blown at like, you know, the if there's four uh, characters in your party, like the other person gets to control one and, and stuff. I'm like, that was there, man, and and that's awesome. Um. All the all the choices and the decisions, and it seems like Baldur's Gate Three takes it to a whole other level. But it's like that was there. Where were you? I just feel like too many people look at Divinity Original Sin Two, especially, and go, "It's a CRPG. I'm not going to play that." Yeah. But then Baldur's Gate Three comes around, and it's very much still a CRPG, just a lot more cinematics and things like that. That I think's grabbing people, which is awesome. But uh, it's like, dude, it's always been there, uh, you know. But can't, I can't wait to play that game, man. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I'm. I yeah, I just. Uh, I I've been so. I'm on TikTok, right? Right. Ever like every other fucking video is a Baldur's Gate three thing that I need to fucking immediately swipe away from. Yeah, <laughs> it is like. Oh, man. And I'm not sure if we put a news story in about it. Like, it is... A lot of fucking people have been playing it. Dude, 800k concurrence on Steam. I think it's one of the, like, best-selling games on Steam ever right now. Like, it's awesome. I, I, I'm I'm just... I'm so glad that Larian is kind of busting into the mainstream. Um, but to me, they, they deserved it years and years ago at this point. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, a lot of people are playing it, dude. It's it's crazy. And I think uh, PlayStation, if you go to the PlayStation Store, 
this game's like number one. Like it, it kind of ranks things by like number of pre-orders, I guess. Um, this, game, this game's number one on that right now. Yeah, and I think it sucks for Xbox, but Sony has kind of lucked into like an unintentional exclusive console yeah. exclusive for a little bit, and I think it's going to be huge for them. To be honest with you, like that, good. You know, it's awesome for them. Um, it eventually make its way to Xbox, but. Yeah. yeah, and and you know that might even work out really well for Larian as well because obviously they're getting a massive pop right now. The game's only on PC. Then it'll they'll get another pop again on PS5. Even though Starfield will be out, then you know they get that Xbox version working next year. Like they'll get another pop again. Um, like it'll it'll kind of work out for them. I think Larian. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so too. It's. Uh... They, man, and this game has been out in early access for a long time. Yeah, that's, that's true. Kind of important to note. Like people have been playing this, but like, it, it, this is surprising to me. Like a game that's been in early access and people have already been playing it to have a second big pop like this, and then it's going to keep happening again, again and again as it gets introduced to more platforms. Like, I, I don't really remember another game where it went like that. Usually yeah. games that are in early access for that long, oh, everybody who's been playing it in early access are the people who are going to play the full release. Like, it's and the and it isn't that much big of a boom once it releases because a lot of the people who are super excited for it have already been playing it. But it yeah. seems like it's it's burst out in in a way now with the full release that oh, people who who didn't have any interest in it when it was in early access are suddenly now interested in it. Right. Yeah, I I, I agree. I, I mean, I'm sure there's there's other cases. The only one I can think of is Hades from a few years ago, um, and I, that early access period I think was shorter than Baldur's Gate three. But that game, I you know really once it fully released, really blew up. Um, but that's also because they got on a lot on some other consoles as well. So yeah, it is kind of rare. To see a game in early access as long as Baldur's Gate was to really blow up like it is. I think it's just also fucking awesome because, I mean, Baldur's Gate 3, in just speaking from like when we played through Divinity Original Sin 2, like, those are hardcore fucking RPGs. You know, it's. Yeah. It's not like an RPG light sort of situation. Like that, it's probably like as fucking hardcore as you can get with an RPG. Um, and to see it be this successful is is just awesome. Yeah, yeah. I hear? just, I, I, I'm curious. Like, obviously, not having touched it, I, I wonder. Um, I wonder if like. Uh, if there are tools for people who are new to RPGs like this, like if there's like some sort of auto leveling system that like is going to help people out on that front, because I have a feeling, and this is not a dig on either of us. We're going to spend a lot of time making some decisions when we level up. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's definitely, I mean, it's an important thing. Yeah. And even just creating characters, man. Like I, I don't even know what kind of character I want to play as yet. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. There's just so many good choices. Um, 
Oh, and, and leveling up, too. Like, yeah, you got to really think about it because you don't level up that often in these games. So it's pretty important Yeah, to do. And in, in, in also hearing about the difficulty of Baldur's Gate 3 is also interesting to me because Divinity, Rinchmal Sin 2, I think well, we were on the easiest difficulty, weren't we? And, and it was pretty fucking hard at times. Like, we were still getting our asses kicked in a few combat scenarios. So that doesn't surprise me that the game is still, that this game's difficult as well. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm... That is, that is, like, that is a thing that, like, I, I I like playing with you sometimes. But sometimes when I don't have all the controls, I, I feel like, I don't know, like, it's not that I'm blaming you. It's like, I can't plan. I can't plan when we're playing co-op sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> because I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe they have a different idea that I'm just not reading here. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, and it's been very hard to resist just buying it and playing it on my Steam Deck. But I am resisting. And maybe after we play some co-op, maybe then I'll get it again on Steam and play it on, on my own a little bit outside of yeah, the co-op. Yeah, it is um, cross-save, I think, isn't it? I think it is. I think I read that. Huh. I did not know that. Uh, that's that's some interesting information. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll double-check it, but uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. All right. Uh, I guess while we're talking about Baldur's Gate 3, we can uh, just, you know, hit this quick news story here. Um, they're making some... Uh, they're So, all the improvements they've made since the release of Baldur's Gate 3 are going to come to the PlayStation 5 game at launch. Um, so, yeah. All, all, all their bug fixes, all that good stuff. Uh, man, yeah. Seems reasonable. It seems like... This is how it should be. Like everything they figured out on PC is going to be there at PS5 as quick as possible, and in this case, it's at launch. Yeah, yeah that's that's awesome. I uh, I think yeah, I think the PS5 version should be should be just fine. Um, because because of this sort of thing, and because they delayed it, I mean, just to try to get the game to 60 frames, which is awesome. Um, so yeah. Uh, yeah, the game is fully cross-save between PC and consoles. You just need to make a Larian account. Mm. Uh, damn it. You're making this very difficult for me. <laughs> so, really, I mean, I guess there is no harm in getting it early. It's just, yeah, do you want to buy it twice? Yeah. I just want to... I kind of also want to play it fresh with you. Yeah. That's That's kind of what I'm waiting on as well but yeah all right we need to get away from Baldur's gate 3 before i go (laughs) fucking just do the damn thing uh thq nordic had a showcase uh they announced some things um for old people out there they showed uh teenage mutant ninja turtles the last ronin um if you like the turtles you're old that's all yeah. I have to say. Although this uh, is very, this is very cool. This is a cool trailer. Yeah, I, I yeah, uh, poking fun. This is a cool trailer, and I've actually heard that the last Ronin storyline for TMNT is actually pretty interesting. It's a little bit more darker and adult. 
I guess. Um, so maybe on this, I do like that it is being handled by. Uh, they revealed Black Forest Games, who did the Destroy All Humans remakes, which were pretty good. So, yeah. Tyler, you're getting another South Park game. I know you like the other games. South Park Snow Ye- Day. Yeah. This one doesn't seem as, you know, exciting to me as uh, the two RPGs that Ubisoft made. But um, Or no, they, they only made the second one. Um, Obsidian made the first game. I forgot about yeah. that. Um, Obsidian made a South Park I know. RPG. I know. Uh, Crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, it seems neat. I, I, I'm i not a big fan of 3D-looking South Park. Not that I'm no, a massive South no, Park fan. I just... Is... Yeah, it doesn't look as good. but no. And it's co-op multiplayer, so I don't know if I'll totally check it out. But... Oh, well. Um... They're remaking a 2019 game called Gothic. I don't remember Gothic. I don't remember what this game is. Some sort of medieval RPG looking thing. I don't know. Yeah, so I think Gothic is from the 2000s and they announced it in 2019. Uh, Oh, okay. And now they showed off the trailer. Yeah, I've never heard of Gothic, but yeah, RPG, apparently an action RPG that they're remaking coming to PC and consoles some point in your lifetime uh, we're getting a Titan Quest 2 uh, a sequel to a 2006 video game THQ a just to a 2006 video is this the longest between time between sequels I don't know that's a good question that's a good question I'm going to say no, but... It is a very long time. It's like... It is. What's... What? uh, 17 years? Yeah. I've never even... I've never even heard of Titan Quest. Oh, wait. They just announced it, so it might even be long. (laughs) It might be 20 years between games. (laughs) Right. THQ, though, I mean, they obviously have a ton of IP, and it's a lot of IP like this, of like old shit that you forgot about that maybe wasn't a huge success but they're bringing it back sort of thing and this is another good example of that so is this next thing alone in the dark yeah they got a new trailer yeah so. uh they, they are leveraging all their ip they are um yeah i don't know i don't know what to say man We've got last train home Outcast, a new begin. It's fucking Outcast. Oh no, Outlast is the thing I'm thinking of. Is the fucking scary bullshit. Outcast yeah. is something different here. What do we have here? Outcast aliens. is a yeah third person shooter. Last Train Homes an RTS, which THQ Nordic. Um, I feel like they're making a lot of RTSs, mm. and that's a genre that seems kind of limited in terms of sales, unless you're like fucking Starcraft. Um, you know, there, there's just not a lot of RTSs being made. So, I mean, that's cool. They're obviously filling that, that niche there, but, um, I guess kind of what I'm saying is THQ Nordic has a lot of employees. Obviously they are also laying off a lot of people because of deal that fell through and making these sort of games. Like I just, 
I don't know, just feel like you need an, a ton of them and they need to sell decently well. RTSs maybe aren't the thing, but maybe it is because there's not a lot of them being made. I don't know. They're such a weird company. Yeah, let's just get through a few of these others. They got Space for Sale, um, which, uh, I, yeah, whatever. I, I don't know, man. This is, yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Is this is a simulation game in space. Yeah, it looks yeah, a little bit looks think. a little bit like a top-down Astroneer, if you remember Astroneer, a little bit, a little bit like that. Um, and we've got oh, here's Tempest another one. Rising. What's Tempest Rising? I guess another is this RTS. a remaster? I oh, know, inspired by the games released in the '90s and 2000s. So, yeah. I mean, this looks it's... like some old school fucking RTS right here. Yeah. <laughs> Just looking at this. It does. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, Trine 5, Tyler. They're yeah. making Trine 5. Coming they out are. August 31st. Um, that's that's soon. It is. Um, games always look pretty. Yeah. I enjoyed the one, Trine 2. Was it that you and I played through? Yeah. That was fun. Um, Trying to yeah, really... kind of lost the plot a little bit, in my opinion, but uh, I didn't right. even play Trying 4 at all, so, yeah. We'll Same. See. Same. Uh, this is a hunting video game. Do they put, yeah. Are they putting out a Way of the Hunter Tickamoon Plains? I feel like Great. that game's pretty popular, Way of the Hunter. I guess so. Wouldn't surprise me. This this last one, I thought I kind of got a little excited because I'm like, is this a follow-up to Wreckfest? But it's not. Yeah, recreation. recreation. Yeah. yeah. It looks neat. Um, it's like a Trackmania slash Burnout kind of yeah. looking game. Yeah. That isn't a bad idea, but... I- <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll check this out. Um, yeah. Looks neat. It Recreation. does. I don't know I don't know what else to say about it. Like it's it's trackmania slash burnout. That's that's what I'm seeing here. <laughs> yeah. I mean I yeah, I think it, it does look neat. I'm not a very creative person with a lot of these things, but playing a lot of these tracks that people make look fucking like that could be cool, yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was the THQ Nordic Digital Showcase. Uh, yeah. I almost forgot that they were doing one of those, and then they did one of those. I completely forgotten that I saw that article on IGN, and I was like, "Oh yeah, hmm. yes." So I guess not E3 has not even ended. I don't fucking know, man. This whole summer of announcements is is weird and spread out. Yeah, and I think Gamescom opening night live is soon. Achilles doing? I don't know if there's anything significant that'll come out of that. But when is that? August twenty second, I think. Yeah. Huh. So. Yeah, get some maybe get some more stuff on that. Yeah, soon. 
Yeah. Uh, let's go on here. A Quake 2 is getting remastered and is coming out on Xbox Game Pass. It's come out on Xbox Game Pass. Yes. Go play Quake 2. Quake 2's a, a video game, a good video game, an old-school first-person shooter in the very old-school sense. Um, yeah, Quake 2. Yeah, there you go. Not much to say about that, but yeah, it's cool. A couple of these um, games are kind of like Quake 2 or sneaking their way on the consoles. I was on PlayStation Store this morning and saw that Twisted Metal 2 was on there for 10 bucks. What? Like, okay. What? Interesting. Like, maybe I might have to just pick that up. What if Why not? They, what if they put some online netcode into Twisted Metal 2? Oh, that'd be sweet. That would be sweet. That'd be pretty fucking sweet. Yeah. I mean, do it. Come on. Just do it, Sony. Absolutely. I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure if they'd do it themselves, but they'd probably just get someone else to do it. But yeah. Yeah, uh, let's go in here. We got some PlayStation video games. Games catalog stuff. August 2023. Games catalog. We've got some new games. What are these games? Okay. All right. We've got Destiny 2, The Witch Queen, Sea of Stars, Lost Judgment, Moving Out, Destroy All Humans 2, Reprobed, Two Point Hospital, Jumbo Edition, Source of Madness, Curse to Golf, Dreams, PJ Mass, Heroes of the Night, Hotel Transylvania, Scary Tale Adventures, Lawn Mowing Simulator, Landmark Edition, Spellforce 3, Reforced, Midnight Flight, Fight Express, and then for classics, you got Medieval... Resurrection, uh, Ape Escape on the Loose, and Pursuit Force Extreme Justice. Lots of games. Lots of good games coming to the games catalog. Yeah, definitely. Sea of Stars being the biggest one, I think, just because that is launching into the service, which we talked about. So that's pretty cool. Um, and a Witch Queen is maybe Destiny 2's best expansion, so game Destiny 2 struggling a little bit, so... Yeah, probably a good idea to throw that one on there to get people in. And Lost Judgment, of course, from the Yakuza studio. Yeah, yep. really good game. Yeah. Some of these games are also only on PS4. Like yeah. the PS4 version of the service, which I think's interesting. Like Dreams, Spellforce 3, Reforced, and Midnight Fight Express. Maybe those games just don't so. have PS5 versions. Yeah. Maybe that's just what it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, we know Dreams doesn't. Yeah. For sure. Uh, so. Yeah. So go check those out if you are a, what, a premium subscriber or what, is it extra and above? What a, yep. Whatever yep. it is. The pricing is so weird. Why did they have to make pricing complicated again? It used yeah. to just be one price. <laughs> I know. Uh, all right. Um, so let's talk about some PlayStation Five sales. Um, they're gonna they, they might sell twenty five million PlayStation Fives this financial year. They've uh, they've sold forty million so far total. Um, 
lots of PlayStation 5s out there. It's so easy to get a PlayStation 5 now. There was a sale on PlayStation 5s not too long ago. Is it still going on? Yeah, yeah, I don't know if it's still going on, but yes, you are right. There was a sale so, for it. Go from not being able to find it to being on sale. <laughs> right, yeah. which I think's probably playing into to this little bit of they're trying to move a lot of a lot of consoles but you know 25 million is a lot like apparently that is the record for if they achieve that that is the record for a PlayStation console um they sold 3.3 million last quarter so you know they have a holiday season in there and everything so it's possible um for sure but as a ton of consoles dude um so yeah i mean 3.3 i mean that's just the first quarter here um so obviously they have three more left but yeah that is a lot so yeah sales obviously spider-man 2 is going to be fucking massive um for for that and so it's going to be a huge holiday season for sony and, and the sales and so I, I'm curious if they'll achieve this. I think it might be a little difficult only because that one, that's just a huge number. And, and two, outside of Spider-Man 2, I mean, they don't have a lot of like exclusive titles that could really help push things. Um, obviously, there's some big third-party games still coming out this fall, but yeah. Curious. Yeah, I, I'd say it's, it's very optimistic to set your goal to break your record. Um, yeah, it is. That that seems very optimistic, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. And then they'll probably sell 23 million and they'll be like, well, we didn't meet our expectations and now we're laying off a thousand people. Yeah. Even though we just sold an ass load of fucking consoles or something stupid. Like, I don't know. Hopefully none of that happens. But um, I did say like operating income that was down 7%. Most of that was because they bought Bungie. For three point six billion dollars, right? Yeah, so makes sense. Oh, I hope that they figure out this cloud gaming thing, though. Uh, they're, they're they're rolling out a public beta for streaming some video games. They have a list of video games they've they've uh, announced to uh, be compatible with this to start. Um, those games are as follows: Death Stranding, Demon Slayer, Demon Souls Remake, Destiny 2, Destruction All Stars, Fall Guys, Fortnite, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Resident Evil Village, Returnal, and Sackboy: A Big Adventure. Um, they're saying they can stream up to 4K for these games, which is higher fidelity than I think XCloud gets. So I think so. That's interesting. Um, we'll see yeah. if uh, that holds up. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm. I'm curious to see if this works. I wonder if this streaming is going to come to like a browser or some sort of phone app or something else that I don't have to stream these games. Because I think the point for me of streaming video games is not because I don't have space on my hard drive. Like my internet's good enough to like download and get rid of and manage my library, whatever. I'd like to play these games on the go on other devices. Yeah, definitely. I, I think that that should definitely be Sony's 
goal. And to me, if they're if they're testing here streaming PS5 games up to 4K, like there's probably been there has to have been some upgrades there on their cloud infrastructure and back end and everything to make this better. That's 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 a lot of data to yeah. stream, especially if you're trying to hit 4K. Like holy fuck. Um, so, you know, it's a lot of data just to stream a, a TV show at 4K, and let alone a video game. So, yeah, I'm I'm curious on also just the quality of the experience of playing some of these games as well in terms of lag, um, input, and all that all that stuff. But it is cool. Uh, I'm I think it's a good feature to have. Cloud streaming is in video games, especially. It's very interesting to me anymore because it i feel like we keep saying like ah oh, it's going to be the future it's going to be the future and it probably still will be but uh i feel like it's it's a lot slower to to happen than it was probably expected to um yeah. but it, it's it, yeah it's important that sony's getting in on that i think it's another um added bonus too for upping your playstation plus tier if you want to do that but yeah I don't yeah. know though uh, but like playing Returnal streaming ugh. I don't know about that I don't know, know about I've, that I've <laughs> had some success with the Xbox streaming um, I've played uh, I've played some of the uh, the fall the Bethesda RPGs streaming and that that's worked just fine Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But then again, those aren't like the high highest precision games, so. right? Yeah, like I could see that working fine. But like Destiny Two's on this list, I don't see that going well at all. Or Returnal. Yeah, those games are just all about like feedback and instant feedback, sixty frames, things like that. Yeah. And um, to have any sort of lag, there's just would be frustrating. All right, let's move on here. Uh, so we got the announcement of the Red Dead Redemption remake. Uh, it's coming to uh, PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch. Uh, as yeah. well as... Uh, what is it? It's coming to PlayStation 5 and Xbox. Xbox, correct? It's not. No, no it isn't. It's just just there. PS4 so and Switch. What are they fucking doing? I know. <laughs> what are they? What? And yeah. it's not coming to PC either. What? It is. This is such a bizarre decision. Um. First of all, this is. I wouldn't even call this a remaster. It is. Literally just a straight-ass port of the game to PS4 and to Switch. It's not like it's going to be running even at 60 frames, 4K, any of that stuff. You can get that through backwards compatibility on Xbox, which I think is why they're not bringing it to Xbox. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's literally it. Like All they're doing is porting it and adding some additional languages, and that's it. And they're charging $50 for this thing on PS4 and Switch August 17th. Ah, what a bummer. 
What a bummer. I mean, I think expecting like a full-blown ass fucking remake that looks like Red Dead 2 or something. I mean, that's just pie in the sky stuff. I would love that, but realistically, that's never going to happen. Uh, well, I want to say never. It wouldn't happen right now. Um, but at least just putting it at 4K and 60 frames, like, I feel like that can't be... Th- I'm no game developer. I feel like that can't be that hard, man. And selling that? I mean, I feel like that's the bare minimum. Is that you bump the resolution up and get it to 60 frames. And if you don't want to do anything else, you don't have to. Um... Because this game was kind of stranded on PS3, so it's nice that it's coming to PS4 and then you can play it on PS5, but they're not doing anything with it. It's so weird. $50 for that. $50 fucking dollars. You can go to a used game store and find the Xbox version for 10 bucks. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? And yeah, apparently, I didn't even know this. I, I wouldn't have guessed this either. There has never been a PC version in this game. Yeah, it's incredible so they weird. just leave that money laying on the table. Uh, quite yeah. Literally, like. Yeah, I feel like, uh, yeah, they would definitely get more sales out of PC than they will on PS4 or Switch. Might, yeah, I, I, would, I, just, I would guess on that, but yeah. You know, know maybe, maybe they just aren't trying to make sense. Maybe that's, maybe we are wrong for trying to make sense of their decisions. Yeah. Um, it, it, it is weird and Undead Nightmare is coming over which is cool but they're you know still not really doing anything with that either I, I just find Rockstar's way of like kind of bringing their old titles to modern day just bizarre um, this is a different studio that's doing this than the GTA trilogy port um, that was really bad um, so maybe this thing won't be too bad to play, at least, but there's just not a lot of effort going into it. And uh, it, I, mean, I don't know. I, I, these are some very important games to the history of video games, if you like them or not. And to not even really want to put in that much effort is a little sad to me, I think. Yeah, it's 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 disappointing for sure, and it... Like, it's just a reminder that preservation is not in their interest. <laughs> Definitely. They, they just want to make some quick cash here. Yeah. And, and I get it from, like, a business perspective in a way of, like, you don't want to have a bunch of people from Rockstar working on this because you want them all on GTA 6, which is going to make a bajillion fucking dollars. But Rockstar is not... They aren't the ones directly porting this. I'm sure they're still involved somehow, but... Like, just... Yeah, give it to another team and let Rockstar oversee it or something and... Do it good. Do it, do it well. I don't I don't get it. Yeah, I wonder if there's just... As, for, as far as the PC goes, I wonder if there's some weird uh, licensing rights things that uh, get in the way of getting that on a PC. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Is Red Dead Redemption 2, that's on PC, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, that's what I thought. So, yeah, it's just weird. First games never never come to PC. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, well I wonder how it, it'll run on a Switch. I wonder if it, a Switch is a good way to play that. Yeah. I, I, 
I imagine it'll do okay. But... Yeah. Let's uh, see about another big game this year. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. It's official. It's Modern Warfare 3. I'm not sure... Dude, I'm not sure what I was... people were expecting. Um, yeah, it's it's weird. They say one thing that they're not going to make a huge do. They aren't going to make a brand new game, standalone thing. But then they're going to call this Modern Warfare Three. What the fuck's happening? I know that's what's that's what's bugging me about this man. Just fucking lie to our faces. We have. You know, there's been some reporting on this game and that it wasn't supposed to happen at all this year. Then they decided to do something, but it maybe wasn't going to be a full-blown thing. And then it developed into a full-blown thing. And I'm just like, how can you make those decisions? What seems like last minute for video game development and to call it Modern Warfare 3 right after you just put out Modern Warfare 2 and not letting that breathe much. And then the support for Modern Warfare 2 wasn't really to what people liked. Ah, I don't know. I don't know. Also, like, the campaign for Modern Warfare 2 was just fine yeah. as well. Like, I'm not, like, itching to really get back to that. I don't know about this. Like, I was actually really excited for Modern Warfare 2, and I still think it's a good game. Like, it's very fun to play. That multiplayer is fucking awesome, but I'm not really excited about this one. Yeah, it's... I don't it just know. seems it's, very it's, rushed. It's a little bit of a bummer to me that they're rushing right into Modern Warfare 3. It seems like we're going to get some... They're just going to burn us out on Modern Warfare, and then they're going to have to start over again with something else. Yeah. Right. Until they literally do another Call of Duty Modern Warfare 10 years from now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't believe there's a... There is two Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2s. And they're only... What? 14, 13, 14 years apart? Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. And now, same thing with Modern Warfare 3. I think... What? Modern Warfare 3 came out in 2011, I want to say. So 12 years apart. So weird. I don't know, man. Yeah, November 10th. Not a shocker there on that date. It's kind of always Call of Duty's date. I'm not not too too excited about this, to be honest with you. No. The one thing they did say is that I think anything you bought in Modern Warfare 2 will directly transfer into this game. So it's not like it's going to be a hard cutoff like it is every fucking year with Call of Duty. So that connectivity there is nice, but I wish Call of Duty would keep that more often. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer when, you know, they just release a fucking... uh, they, They release, like, skins and shit, like before they announce the next game it, it would be really shitty for them to not let you uh, keep those skins because it's fucking weird because at that point you'd assume that they aren't releasing a game this year but now they are it's fucking yep yeah it's a fucking yep. mess I don't know what they're doing 
Alright, lastly, we have Square Enix. Saying that... Stop me if this sounds familiar. Square Enix says a video game did not sell to their expectations. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They did not sell as many copies of Final Fantasy 16 as they had hoped. Um, and now they don't have a Western studio to blame on it. Uh, so hopefully that doesn't mean they're going to shut down Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> Just fucking shift the blame in the complete wrong direction. Um, I don't know. I don't know what they were expecting, man. Yeah, it, it's it's weird because apparently, so all we know is that the game sold three million copies in its first week, which to me is very good. To them, they said that didn't meet the high end of their expectations whatever I, i'm just curious whatever what that could have been and also what was the low end of their expectations and if this game was below the low end i'm i'd be very shocked about that but yeah and so this has caused square enix's uh stock to drop pretty significantly um but then they are like i just find it so crazy how Square Enix will publicly just throw some of their teams and some of their games under the bus. Avengers didn't sell well. Okay, done with it. I mean, it wasn't a great game. I get that. But, you know, they very much came out and said, that game, fucking, we lost a lot of money on that. We lost a lot of money on Guardians of the Galaxy. I remember Tomb Raider back in the day. Um, that game, I forget how many millions of copies that game sold. And they were like, it's a failure. It's like, I don't know, their expectations are wild. I think they also put out way too many fucking games as well. And then, yeah, it, this game's an exclusive game to PS5. Yeah. Were they maybe expecting it to sell a little stronger based off the hype? I'm sure they were. But it's not like the PS5 has 100 million consoles like the PS4 does. You know, 100 million plus. It's only, it, they just hit 40. So, three million off of forty million overall console sales. That's a, I don't know. That's a pretty decent attach rate, if you ask me. Yeah. Uh, for it's... for a third party game like this, I don't know. This it sucks that they're they, uh, kind of they, they are bummed about this. Uh, <laughs> is my take. Square Enix is delusional about how many copies of their games they should be selling. Yeah. Um, Maybe put those games on PC. Maybe maybe launch on PC. There are yeah, a lot to of me, there's who play games on PC. When Final Fantasy 15 came to PC, a lot of new people came to that game. Maybe yeah. Maybe maybe just fucking launch it day and date on PC. To me, there's no reason why they sh couldn't have, unless Sony made that call. Um. Yeah, there. I mean, there's nothing that would have hurt them if they also launched on PC, and that could have been another really important market for them. Eventually, I'm sure this game will come to PC, but they sh you're totally right. I feel like they should have launched there, and yeah, I, I I'd be curious too, and I don't know if we'll ever know these numbers. It's like playing the game now, like 13 hours in, very obvious, very expensive game, looking game. You just look at some of this shit, and you're like, wow. 
that took some time to do. Um, I'm just curious at three million, which is probably even more now. I mean, that was at the week of the game launching. So let's just say four million at this point. Um, I'm just curious at what is the budget of this game, and did they have they been have they lost money on that at like four million sales? You know, I don't think we'll ever really know those true numbers, but maybe that's why they're saying it's a disappointment to them. Yeah, uh, maybe, but uh, that's that's not on the team that made it. It's like they they budgeted for this game. They didn't. They decided that it was important to make it a PS5 exclusive. Whatever deal that whatever money they got from Sony for that. Um, yeah, it's it, it's a good video game. Whether or not it sold as as well as they had hoped, like that's that's not on the people. The people made a good video game. Square Enix failed to sell a good video game. Yeah. Right. I also find this quote from them from this uh, well this article we're reading on Forbes, but I guess from Bloomberg they first reported this is that they blamed it on the slow adoption of the PS5. I don't know if slow adoption to me is the right phrase because Sony has sold pretty much every fucking console that they've been able to make. (laughs) And it took a while to get to where we are now where PS5 is very readily available and they're clearly selling them so quickly still now that they're available. So I don't know if slow adoption is the right term. I mean, they're not wrong that the install base isn't super big um but it's compared to like ps4 but kind of i don't know throwing sony on the bus a little bit there yeah they they need to uh maybe be careful (laughs) they might not have any friends left Uh, yeah yeah but that's that's the news um tyler anything else you want to share with with the listeners nope. out there? I don't have anything else. That's pretty much it. All right. Well, I think I'm going to leave it there. I need to get some sleep. I have to fucking be up three in the morning. Ooh. Disgusting. Yeah. Um, so we're going to do that. Yeah. We're going to we're gonna leave this show where it is right now, and we'll get back to you next time, whenever that is. And uh, I'll talk to you a little bit about Renmin. And maybe Yakuza 5, maybe I'll have started Yakuza 6, maybe you'll be a little bit further down Final Fantasy 16. We'll get to oh, all yeah. of it. Um, until then, y'all know what to do. Give us ratings, sh- give us ratings, share us with your friends, reviews, all that good stuff. Every little bit helps. Uh, we'll be back. And until then, be good to each other, play your video games, and... Joshua!